You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 858 Sports Day. The all new Kia Nero. Available in hybrid or all electric. See more at kia.com.au and Lumo SA. Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Sports DSA, Malcolm Blight and David Wildey. Very good evening. Moving house, use the team that's easy and affordable. Budget car and truck rental, a 13-27-27. Get on the road fast. We're talking budget car and truck. So welcome the great man, Malcolm Blight. Bloody, how are you? Hello, David Wildey. Yeah, you've, you've been had a busy day with some award days. We'll get back to that in a minute. I'll just give the changes to the team. We thought that the Brisbane would recall a couple. Uh, ben Hudson from the... Brisbane Football Club mentioned last night, we sort of agreed. Joe Denneher is back and Oscar McInerney. So the full forward and first ruckman, you'd say. They're almost full, the that's almost full strength. Yeah, they are. You know, they've got a, no injuries to worry about. Only Mark Adams, I think, one that would make their, their 22. So that, they're in they're cherry ripe. Yeah, so the, the fellow filled in, Darcy Fort, uh, did an admiral job last week. Get in the men's seat. And Fullerton. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what The other out. two are better, though. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. And Geelong? Geelong, no, nothing's happened. Yeah. Out is the Medi sub, O'Connor, and uh, yeah, that's it. He could stay there. Yeah, too. He could stay there. That's exactly right. Sydney and Collingwood? Uh, Sydney and Collingwood, uh, nothing happens. No one in for Sydney and no one in for <laughs> Collingwood. Amazing. And that's what you need all, yeah. all hands on deck come finals time. So well done. I can't wait for tomorrow night. Yeah, we'll... I mean, there might be some Medi sub. You know, Go through stuff. that a little bit yeah. later. The, yeah. The, but, uh, yeah, we had a good day. Um, um, it was at Jama's Kitchen and uh, Rowie and Timmy G hosted it. Um, yeah. all, all our clients were a fantastic day. And had Tommy Duday from um, The Crows and Jeremy Finlayson. Gee, she's a tall boy. Mm. Uh, I went up to uh, Jeremy and said, mate, well done on you. Yeah, I, and I said, look, I, I'll be honest, I didn't think you were going to be a... A ruckman. No, a, a great match for Port Adelaide. I, I'd, you know, I'd seen you play as a, as a forward and you'd done some nice things. And I said, but you made me eat my words. You've had an outstanding year. Interesting thing, though, um, happened during the um, – the boys did a great job interviewing Duday and Finlayson. But Mark Bickley and I did just a little cameo. Mm-hmm. We, we weren't the main event. We were sort of yep. at the back of the pack. But I've uh, Mark Bickley, I love what Bix does and says, and 99% of the time I agree with him. But we've got differing views on this one. I would like you to adjudicate. I I feel that by 2025-26 season, the Crows can really push for a top four spot and contend for a premiership. So we, we've got not next year, not the year after, so three years from here. Bix's understanding is going to be 28, 2028 at least. And he's used the Melbourne model where they picked up Oliver and Petrarch and then they bought in Lever and May and got all the pieces and before. But... I looked at the recruiting of the Crows, and I think they've nailed it the last two years. And because I think they've got four uh, turn of game players, possibly, and you yeah. picked them. You picked them straight away, and we're talking Saligo, Phil Thorpe, uh, Barry, and Rochelle. They also picked up Dawson, who's another turn of game player. 
if they can repeat that, they get rank and, and use their picks wisely and also bring a couple more in, Malcolm. Mm. I think I don't think it's um, six years away. Now, you, you, you took a team from 13th to... Um, to a premiership, so where, where do you sit? No, actually, uh, Mark's a very wise uh, fellow, but I also add Peddler and Taylor. What I've seen in the Sandful back end of this year with the Crows playing in some finals uh, in that Sandful team, I think those two lads oh, yeah. have really taken giant yeah. steps as well. Another pre-season changes thing. No, I think it's going to happen early. This is this is my – if you were asking me, uh, 28's too far away, um, I would have thought, but next year, nine to ten wins. Yeah, so what they have this year, eight? Eight, yeah. The year after being an interesting year, 2024. 10 to 12? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 11, 12. And certainly by 25, they want to be knocking on the door of finals and, and having a good Well, these lads would have four or five years, years under their, their belt. belt. That's right. Now, Bix's also reasoning was they don't have the the big body midfielders. When you look at uh, Bontempelli, Oliver, Petrarca, uh, Dangerfield, these these big balls in there. Um, Sydney have had Josh Kelly, too, uh, Kennedy as well, but you got to go and get a couple. Get well, a couple. No, no, but hang on. They might be on their doorstep. Barry and Peddler. Barry's not, quite a big lad. Yeah, like, and so's Peddler. I mean, they're good sizes. They, they, they might be there. Hey, listen, we didn't know Petrarca, or maybe Oliver we did. You know, I mean, he looked really good early. But, I mean, they had to grow a bit. And like most players, very few stand up in their first year, particularly midfielders. It takes a while to get the miles in your leg, the toughness in your body. So I'm, I'm really keen on Barry and Peddler. I saw Rankin go into the middle a few times for the Gold Coast this year. He actually is pretty smart yeah. around the ball. Is, is, it, is it danger when Walker Walker might have maybe one, maybe two, when Taylor Walker has been the, you know, the nucleus of the forward line? Has it? If he goes, they, they, he got Fogarty, but you need and Phil Thorpe. Thorpe. Phil Thorpe's okay. there. And maybe a key defender? You've always thought they need yeah, another Yeah, just boy. another taller one, yeah. And I... I one of the things that's been interesting to me, if you look at, um, you just mentioned him from Port Adelaide, the boy from... Uh, Finlayson. Yeah. I mean, he really was a forward, but he became a ruckman. Yeah. Why can't a ruckman become a tall defender? I tell you, he's tall. He's yeah. a good inch taller than me. Why can't Why can't the Crows develop Riley O'Brien or Karen Strawn? I mean, they're the big fellas. Oh, you said even Himmelberg. Even Himmelberg go back. I mean, that, that's been my thing. Maybe it's already there. you just got to open the door for the player. Well, that's good because I reckon if you're a Crow supporter and someone said to you, you know, you're content in 2028, you'd be a bit deflated, I reckon, with 2022, <laughs> Mal. Oh, we're talking premiership, but what I'm talking, you're knocking on the door and you want to be knocking on the door of the eight and you want to be knocking on the door of the top four. I think that's the first time I've ever disagreed with Bix. I love what Bix says. <laughs> good man. Yeah, well, actually, you should, yeah. Why don't you have a little wager with him, you know, just a friendly thing. Hey, just talking uh, about uh, the Crows, just getting on, Luke Brown. Yeah. Retired. And a wonderful career. Very yeah. reliable, Luke. Yeah, 189 games, so really good. Played He's in the a shutdown man. Yeah. The, yeah. He used to get Chad Wingard and all, yeah. the, all the good players. Yeah, in no, 189 games. Well done, Luke Brown. And also in the paper this morning, the advertiser, there was an assessment made by Matt Turner of Port Adelaide. 17 out of contract into next year. And he rated every 17. player, which is – we won't do it tonight because the finals are coming up, but it might be something we can actually do early next week, just like we're doing the Crows now. Crows have got a couple out, 17 yeah. out. Yeah. And we heard, well, no, real surprise, Frampton, I think, nominated Collingwood yep. to go across there. Uh, Liam Jones going back to the Bulldogs. Yeah, what about that from Carlton with the COVID? It'd be handy. I think you, you said they need defenders. Mate, he was they playing need good defenders. They need three of them. Well, two would be a start. Oh, I still think Aaron Norton could go back. They've got enough forwards. Uh, couldn't agree more. Let, let the kids they are really, They are really – their forwards look good. Their midfield – Probably needs a touch more pace, although Trelaw's there. 
And yeah, one more key defender. Bailey Smith, Treloy, yeah. yeah, another another youngster coming through would be nice there. But yep. they lost their way a bit this year, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Bulldogs. We, I think we both had them in our top four start of year. Yeah. Now we'll just go back to the um, uh, the games coming up Friday. Yeah, just, okay. like, just before I take that, well, let's go to we call him Tim Tam Pauly because at the ground, Malcolm, he gives us these magnificent uh, boxes of Tim Tams or packets of Tim Tams, and he joins us now. Hello, uh, Paul. G'day, David, and hey, Blighty, I did leave a huge bag for you with the boys up the road, as you know. Did you get them? Oh, yeah. You would have got a couple, surely. No. No? No. No, I'll make sure they come to the right building next time. Oh, oh, across the sorry. Yeah, they would have got them across. We're in another building, um, Paul. We're we're upstairs across the road. Yeah, Yeah, no worries. I'll make sure they go to the right building next time, guys. Hey, I've heard a whisper, David and Blighty, big 204-centimetre ruckman, tea tree gully boy, only played a couple of games last year. Rory Lobb's heading back to the Bulldogs. We could be able to jag him and get him home, I'm hearing. Rory Lobb. Jordan come... Sweet. Oh, Jordan Sweet, yeah. Jordan Sweet. He played for North Adelaide in a, in a final Correct, day. correct. Correct. Oh, yeah. And yeah. David taken in the rookie draft. He played a couple of games this year when they were out yeah, of rugby. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, uh, that's, so you're, you're hearing that, he's are you? A, yeah, he's a very good tap ruckman. He's only played about eight games this year, and I'm hearing from, uh, you know, my source days. I'm, I'm pretty well around the mark. I got the Eddie Betts one right well before anyone knew oh, that. No, I'd I got the in. Charlie Cameron <laughs> one right. I got Charlie right. And I'm hearing this kid might be coming home. Well, I'm if back. If they get big Rory Lobb, we could get him. I'm backing you in. Thanks, uh, Paul. Wow. Yeah, now, he... All right, catch you, boys. Hey, Paul, you, you, you didn't get the Tim yes, Tams yes, to me, yes, though, yes. mate. You didn't get the Tim Tams to me. I'll make sure you get some, Blighty. Don't worry. <laughs> Paul, I'll make sure you get some. We're across the road from where you delivered them before, okay? <laughs> uh, no worries. I'll make sure you get them. Don't worry. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Good on you. See you, guys. Does a great job always at the footy when you those cold nights, you get a coffee and he, he hands the um, Tim Tams oh. through the window. Oh, so beautiful. You look absolutely distraught that you missed out on yours. <laughs> hey, but they've actually got some different uh, flavours. Yeah, they've got caramel, yeah, and yeah, salted yeah. caramel and this yeah. and that. But, Although uh, I must say the, um, the Monte Carlo is still a hard one to beat. Just had one a moment ago. I've been off biscuits trying to you know look after myself a bit. Yeah, no, you're allowed one naughty boy thing. Every How do you stop again. at one all the time? You, I know. you always been able to do that? Apparently. Okay. Yeah. Uh, before we go to break, anything else you want to offer? No, not particularly. Paul, Other... Paul threw me there. <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, the Geelong-Brisbane game tomorrow night at the MCG, I've checked on the weather. I, I thought this might have something. There's 50% chance of rain, David, at 7pm and at 20% thereafter. So, Who does that help? Uh, it's a really good question. I, I think it helps Brisbane. Yeah. I think that they, they generally play up there. It's dewy even with a bit of heat on the ground and their night games are much more dewy generally speaking, than what Melbourne no, but, are. But the games in Melbourne. Yeah, but no, that's what I'm saying. Are you but saying they're used to, they're used oh, to they're wet, used to the slippery ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a that's a 48% guess. Yeah, I agree. I, it might 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 not favour anybody, but uh, I'm sticking with Geelong regardless. No, and I, just to go on with that, David, on Saturday at the SCG at 4.15, Sydney are going to have a 14 to 23 degree day. And there's a forty percent chance of one mil of rain. So They're perfect conditions. Yeah, so I'm it's going to be twenty three. That that sounds a lovely day, doesn't it? If no rain comes, so who does that? Well, go? they both they both play um, at breakneck speed. Collingwood as quick as anybody moving the ball. Mm. So do Sydney. Look, I can't wait for that game. It'll be an absolute ripper. And I th- I'm sort of hoping Sydney 
Just hope they get there. John Longmire has been great for a long while. Hey, Lumo SA, powering local footy and fans in South Australia, switch to Lumo today. We've got an old mate of yours coming up shortly. Oh, Billy Brownless from Geelong. We're going to talk about Geelong. Well, and you reckon you Geelong. could write a book on Billy Brownless, but yeah, well, he's written can't one be on me virtually, yeah. But a lot of Billy's can't be published. <laughs> now, the all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Yeah, the great Malcolm Blight and David Wilde. One of our favourite guests coming up shortly is Toddy Gray. I tell you what, even when he doesn't pick a winner, we still love him. Uh, Toddy, for weeks, homes discovered different end for expert greyhound racing tips. Just follow the dogs, SA, on Twitter or Greyhound Racing. He knows everything, doesn't he? All the little nuances yeah. about dogs and yeah, how they'll go, but a bit of pressure tonight. He said last night he wasn't confident, and he's right. He wasn't confident, so hopefully tonight he will be. Hello, Toddy. Hey, boys, you're right. I knew, I knew bugger all last week, lads, <laughs> but always, always. We didn't, we didn't perform, but I take full responsibility. Never blame the dogs. I'm, I'll take all, throw all your There's no cash today. here. Here, there's no cash. <laughs> cash, no. Robbo? No cash. <laughs> Toddy, have you ever thought of becoming a salesman? I reckon you could sell ice to an Eskimo or do anything. Uh, uh, you, you, you suck me in every week. Sometimes we, we get the, you know, we get the chocolates. Other times we don't. But you just, your sales pitch is as good as I've heard. Oh, you are right. Look, look, we don't get the chocolates every week. But I'll tell you what, if you have a look at my waistline, um, I've had a fair bit of chocolate over my lifetime. So I think we get them more times than we don't. Okay, then, Todd Starr, here we go tonight. We're looking for some value. What have you got for us early in the program? Somewhere early we can get yeah. off to a winner. Oh, we can, actually, boys. Uh, race two in about 45 minutes' time, probably a little bit less, actually. Race two, number nine. I'm oh, sorry, race two, number two, Agent 99. Oh, Agent 99. Um, That's Maxwell Smart. Indeed. Wasn't it? No, she. He, Maxwell Smart. Yes, he was 86. 99. <laughs> yeah. Easy. Um, well, look. It is a maiden. She's only having her second start in a race. But last week, she really impressed me. Now, if you look at her time, you'll think the time is rather putrid. But as we know, last week, the weather was kind of putrid, lads. So you can pretty much put a line through that, especially in race two when they were running through a very, very wet track. Um, she had box five last week, had no luck early, got kind of sandwiched between two dogs. And some dogs would have just went, I don't like this, and pulled out. She, she soldiered on. And coming into the home turn when she was going to make her run, another dog took her wide and hampered her a little bit. She had no luck at all and still managed to finish fourth last week. I like the draw for her tonight. Um, the one dog slow out, vacant box in three, and if anything, the four stays a little bit wide. So I reckon she's going to have every chance just to spread her rings and soar like an eagle tonight. Um, <laughs> if she leaves, I'll be very confident. If she lobs second to the five dog, which is your favourite, I still think we're half a chance to run it down because it gets the old tippy-toes the last 50. So race two, number two, Agent 99 each way, but alas, two dividends again. So that's, that is very smart tipping. <laughs> you got that? Yeah, yeah I like it. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Well, All well, right. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully she doesn't miss by that much. No, Malcolm, Malcolm's but, not going to do any stand-up, I tell no, you. No, 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 do you what Toddy just said? I missed by that much? <laughs> That's smart. Oh, what a great TV show that was. Hey, now, a bit of value later in the night then. It's okay, so we can warm the cash up, keep it in your pocket, and then have a plonk later. Indeed. Race nine, number eight, go forward Bruno. Now, go forward early, he will not. He will be one of the last dogs out. He might even be last out of the boxes. Normally, I don't like box eight over the 5.30. It's a bit sticky, but box draws don't matter of this bloke. He's slow out no matter where you put him. He'll carb over to the rail pretty quick. 
and there's not a lot of early speed here. Normally, he's a long way off him on the first turn. I think there's going to be a lack of early speed there where I think he might even tack onto the pack by the first turn. Um, if you go back and watch his, run, his last two runs, his last section's phenomenal. He comes home like a locomotive. Uh, look, he will need a little bit of luck. There's no line to get around that first turn, but I actually hope he does miss this kick completely, go straight to the inside, and then you don't have to worry about finding any traffic on the first turn. Uh, you won't want to be on in the first 100 metres, but you really want to be on in the last 100. So race nine, number eight, go forward, Bruno, each way. And, Toddy, is it the Adelaide Cup is the 7th of October, somewhere around there? Yes, That's it is. The, that, that is the one, the 7th of October, and we actually have the favourite to win the Cup trialling between races tonight. A do, uh, very well named, a dog called Wow, She's Fast. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to try and get down there. We, we might be going overseas, but if I can make it, I'll certainly will be there, and I'll hopefully drag Malcolm along too, but... Who knows with Malcolm? Toddy, oh. well done. Congratulations. <laughs> um, so race two, number two, and was it race nine, number eight? Spot on. Nine. That's the one. Yep. Good stuff. Thanks, Toddy. Good on you, Mark. No, actually, just uh, I've actually got an invite to that, David. I apologise because we've got a Woodville function. The old Woodville boys, we've got a function on the Friday. You put really. the old Woodville Warriors ahead yeah. of the, the no, Adelaide no, Cup. Yeah, and, and, the, and the Peckers. And the, I mean, it's 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 one of those I, things. That the, when you double date all the time, it's hard. I love the night down yeah, there. Yeah, oh, so and, do and I. They look I'd love after to us, go. Don't they? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd love to go. But remember I, that night I've already you, said yes to something. Remember the night pre-COVID? I did bring up and apologise, by the way. Remember that night pre-COVID you pinched all the seafood out of I, the tray? I did not... <laughs> I didn't actually pinch it. I walked up and put some stuff on my plate. Was stuff. It was stuff. Well, well they don't have that anymore. It's because of COVID. It's yeah, now yeah, I know. they serve your meals. So <laughs> pinch. you pinch. I actually did. I pay. I think I must have. Yeah, I, I, don't, have. I don't think you paid. Don't think anybody's paid. <laughs> but uh, hey, can I play a grab too from Chris Scott, your man, Lockie Neal? You always wonder why. Yeah. there's someone not under his armpit for the entire game? Here's Chris Scott asked if they'll tag. Lucky Neil. Yeah, it's an option. I mean, he's, he's just he's had he's had a great season. Like, you know, I would expect to win the Brownlow. Don't listen to what I say because I pay virtually no attention to that stuff. But he certainly um, he'd have to be in that conversation given the the year he's had. And his last two weeks have been uh, terrific as well. So he he needs to get some attention. It's kind of Russian roulette if you if you just try to. Um, play too offensively against him, but as always with us, it's a it's a collective, and it can be a little deceiving to sort of look at the matchups, the first bounce, because um, it could very well be different, sort of five or six minutes later. That's that's interesting. That you said uh, I don't pay any attention to it, but you knew all about the Brownlow. He knew he's a favourite. He's a favourite. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to be Einstein yeah. to look that out. I think, on, I, think, I think deep down he probably wanted to win one, David, don't you, after I, saying that? I would think so. no, I would have thought so. Uh, on the other side, Chris Fagan, I mean, people wrote him off a couple of weeks ago. He's, he's two from two in the finals. And Chris was asked about the rivalry, rivalry with Geelong. No, I actually respect him, uh, to be honest, as a club and a team. I, I think they're the, the benchmark for all clubs in, the, in, the, in their consistency of their performances. Um, I guess why we've become rivals is because we're sort of both at the same point. We're chasing the same thing as a football club. And, you know, they've they've played in a lot of finals over the last few years and haven't been able to win a flag, and so have we. So the stakes are high, and it's it's nothing to do with whether we like each other or not. It's, it's what we're after. Yeah, a bit of rain, Malcolm said, too. Gave us a forecast at the MCG. Full house there Cannot wait, as I said, I'll be home Friday night watching that game.
Now, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, a renovator, a tiler, a Beaumont Tiles wants to help you out. Just head to iCanWin.com.au and you can win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Yes, David. And I, I, just interesting, listen to Chris Fagan then. I mean, he made that great move last week with um, Cameron Bruce suggested with the tagging Oliver. We'll see what he does there. And also that Melbourne actually beat them as we spoke with Ben Hudson from the coaching panel yesterday. Uh, they got beaten in contested possessions and clearances quite comfortably by 34. So they wouldn't want to do that against the Cats because their use of the ball will be much, much better. I think Geelong are going more direct now than yep. um, in previous years. They used to, you know, play keepings off. Yep. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I think they are. <laughs> uh, the only thing that's good is the pressure. So if Brisbane bring their pressure, I'm sure Geelong will be in trouble. That's better. I'd like just to get a little bit more out of you sometimes. You know, not I yes thought, or no. I thought you were swallowing it and just going to say no. something else, and you didn't. We're going to a break on the other side. One of the all-time favourites of Malcolm Blight. You can talk to him too. One of his uh, centaur forwards. We're talking about Billy Brownless. Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. And Lumo SA. Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Malcolm Blight and David Woody for weeks. Weeks Homes discovered different. And Adelaide Auto 4x4, you can get 15% off your first purchase. How good is that? Well, Geelong, undeniable chance now, Malcolm. Oh. They're into a, a prelim tomorrow night. Uh, they're on the oldish side, but they are a bloody good side, no yeah, doubt. And one of their former champs joins us in Billy Brownless. Bill, thanks for your time. And, gee, they have got a great chance, haven't they? What, 14 on the trot? It's not bad form. Yeah, g'day, Dave, and uh, g'day, Malcolm, Jack. Yeah, spot on there. There's no excuses now. Um, they've got a full list. They've had a week off, um, 14 in a, in a row, as you said. So there's no excuses. They've just got to start well. They do have have a bit of a habit of starting a bit slowly. So I'd love to see them start well and uh, and go away with it. And then, of course, through to a grand final. Billy, um, obviously you've been at Geelong a long, long time and one of their very good players. How's the town? I mean, I remember when I was there and you were playing it, the, the blue and white scars were everywhere. The whole t- the whole place was a buzz and alive. Yeah, spot on. And, and it's the same, bloody. Um, yeah, it's like a country town, to be honest. They've got the flags that hang out the cars and on top of the cars and then they've got the scarves and they've got all the... Um, windows, the shop windows in, you know, go cats and blue and white and things like that. Everyone's talking about it. It's a great buzz. And, and you remember, we used to go to training and it'd be school holidays. You, you'd get out of your car. There'd be, you'd be a hundred, 200 kids around. You'd be running late for training. You had to sign these autographs and they'd all be down at training. So it's just a great buzz, honestly, to be around. And I never went crook at you, Bill, when you were late either, because I knew you were doing that for the team. You, you yeah, took all those sorry. hard stuffs. Hey, listen. Well, to... <laughs> you did with Ablett one day. I remember that. Oh, geez, you got into him. Wow, we. Yeah, there's th- things happen like that. It was a bit different in those days. Can, can I just say, if you caught up Steve Hawkins, you know, taken over yeah. as CEO at the club, and it's like it's yep. just rolled on. The whole thing's just kept going. Have you caught up with him at all, former teammate of yeah. yours? Yeah, spot on, mate. Well, he played one ninety-nine games. Believe it or not, I played one ninety-eight. So I see him around, and he's going very well. He's a good man, as you know. He's straight as an arrow. Um, you know, he's not a drinker and things like that, but he gets things done, Blighty. He just gets things done, and that's what you love about him. Uh, and he, I reckon he sat down with Chris Scott at the start of the year, and I reckon they had a good, honest chat about, you know, especially the way the Cats were playing, mm. that top start, backwards, sideways, you know, not taking the game on. So 
And I reckon he had a chat to him about that and also about, um, you know, maybe playing some kids and getting some kids in there and playing them and things like that. So he's he's had a great impact, a really big impact in his first year. He gets around to the corporates, you know, he's big on that, getting around to the corporate side of things. He's been fantastic and a real, real asset. And by the way, your old mate Buddha, mm-hmm. um, uh, his brother Gary, he, he went out and coached Leopold this year. Leopold finished fifth and they're through to the grand final. Oh, they take on... Yeah, take St. Mary's. They play St. Mary's this Saturday, but a, a pretty good effort by Buddha, who he goes all right in the coaching box. He's a bit out there. He's a bit like you, Blight. He's a bit different. He's out there, but uh, yeah. he, he goes all right. He, he's, he's a good coach. He's actually been experienced, hasn't he? He's done, he's done it for a long time now. He'd, he'd be an interesting get now for someone in the AFL even. Yeah. Oh, mate. Well, yeah, because he, he is a bit different, but he knows that they loved him at Collingwood. He was just at Collingwood recently. He had to be cut because of the COVID stuff. But, mate, they love him. Scott Pendlebury and that rave about him and things like that. And actually, I've got a job for you, Blighty. The old out there towards Tullamarine, they need, a, they need <laughs> oh. someone just to go out and fix up things there. What about your good self? Yeah, no, black's not my favourite colour. Red's okay, but <laughs> I, just, I just don't do the black. <laughs> <laughs> Our guest is uh, Billy Brownless. Bill, just going back to Chris Scott, well, I think most pundits had Geelong slipping to the bottom half of the eight. And you're right, he's played some kids. Uh, Close yeah. Holmes, Stingle's come to the club. De Koning's a great player. and he, But he's also managed the players like Selwood and, and Dangerfield. Not, they haven't yeah. been anywhere near as reliant, have they, on the champs? No, and, that, and that's bloody hard to do. When you've got blokes, pig-headed blokes like Dangerfield and <laughs> Selwood who just want to play every game, every minute, and you've got to sit them down and say, now, boys, mate, for the betterment of the team, you boys, uh, you know, and to start them on the, uh, on the bench last uh, final, which was unbelievable, it did take me back to 1989 and a, and, a, and a different coach that we had at the time then, back in 1989. He started Mark Bairstow, our captain, on the bench, and also Paul Couch, who just won the Brownlow medal, started our two greatest players. He started them on the bench, wow. and uh, that was interesting, Blighty. Yeah, and what happened, Bill? We were five goals up at halftime. They came on, and we won by 15 goals. <laughs> Apparently it, was, apparently it was one of those great coaching moves, Bill. Thanks for bringing that up. I love you for that. Hey, listen, just no. I was watching uh, Chris Scott on AFL 360, I think it was, during the week. I actually gave three – you know what? I sit there watching the game and I'm watching the Cats play, obviously, and Jeremy Cameron, I thought, kept them in it and then kept them winning almost last week yeah. instead of Gary Rowan got votes and all that sort of stuff. But I thought Cameron was the best player. When I looked at the coaches' votes, he's only got one. So, in other words, one of the only coaches out of five, ten players has given him one. Chris Scott oh, yeah. apologised during the week to say, geez, I think I got that wrong. How could you get oh. it that wrong? Mate, I remember looking at a Monday. I thought this would be good for Gary Ayers' votes, of course, for the yeah. best player in the finals. Yeah. And I thought Jerry, Jeremy Cameron was outstanding. Rowan's game was good. Yep. But no better than Jeremy Cameron. I liked Zach Guthrie. I thought he kept him in it early. And you know, there was a couple of, there was only about three or four good players because Collingwood's pressure was just unbelievable. Yeah. But Jeremy Cameron was certainly there. And, and I couldn't believe he got one vote. Like, <laughs> so one of the coaches completely missed him. And then or I assume Chris Scott's given him one. So... I couldn't work that out. I did have a look at that, and I could not work that out myself because what a player. He, you know what? He, he just goes up the ground, bloody, and he does stuff. He just yep. does stuff. Like, you know, and, and and that's like you used to say stuff like that. would just go and do something or do stuff, and that's what he does. He does it there. Then he's great. A snapshot. He's good around goals. He can mark. He, gee, he's been a good pickup. Yeah, has he ever. I've just, um, mm. Billy, we all, we all think of the champions like Dangerfield and Selwood and, and Hawkins, but where do you rate... Mark Blixarves, you've seen him so often. I think he's 
arguably their most important player because he can play in seven or eight different positions. Oh, spot on. You know, full back, uh, you're throwing. It's a bit like Barry Stoneham and back in our oh, day. Yeah. Why do you say yeah. that? But, um, and both great runners. But Blixards, you play him on the wing, you play him at center back, you play him at full back, you throw him up forward, you put him in the ruck. But then he's been doing this tagging role yeah. and he could easily go to, he could easily go to Lockie Neal uh, Friday night <laughs> and, 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 and run with him and do, and do a job there, you know. So very important, great fellow around the club. He's won two best and fairer, so you know he has been around for a while and and been a very good player for the Cats. But especially on a night like Friday night, it, it, those boys are so those boys are so important. Now Stengel, all Australian, we've seen him here. Richmond have seen him. We know the story about him. Terrific and close. It just looks speedier, Bill. The team looks quicker. Yeah. Well, you put him in and Holmes, young Holmes, who, yeah. by the way, I didn't think he was quick, but he never gets caught. He just he runs away from blokes. Yeah. So I don't. And he's a runner. He can run, run, run. But he runs away from... So you put in Holmes, you put in Stengel, you're right, and then and, and, and um, close. And people go, geez, their cats have got quick. They've put in two blokes. You know, it's just unbelievable how, how two blokes can change a side. And But I've, I've never seen, I don't reckon, a bloke that's just so one grab, doesn't fumble, just yeah. clunk, clunks it and handballs it off or kicks it off or kicks a goal. He's just been an unbelievable pickup, and you know Eddie Eddie Betts is taking credit there, and so he should. He you know he's still living with Eddie, and Eddie's been looking after him. But um, yeah, well Eddie's very happy with himself at the minute too. But <laughs> oh, no, but well done to you know Wellsy again and those blokes who, who found him because yeah. they got him for nothing. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the other player, <laughs> the rise and rise, Tom Atkins, who was just uh, you know he was oh. player twenty two, twenty three. Uh, yeah. He's he's so important now too, Billy. You know, player 26, 27, you know, and he just worked his way in there. And But he's hard as a cat's head, you know. He's hard, so hard and tough. And, mate, that's a great story. One of the great stories there where, he, he you know, he got uh, sacked from the VFL and he went back and played local. And then he wrote a letter and said, I would love to come down and train again. And they trained him. And then he finally wins the best and fairest in the VFL. And then the cats go, oh, well, we'll give him a go. And now he's, he's very important in that midfield just because he – see ball, get ball, and he gets it, and he's hard. And, and, again, just a very humble kid, very humble, unassuming kid. And they've got a few of those, the Cats. They're pretty good like that. You don't see too much carry on, you know. The, when they win, they just win, and then they look for next week. So, uh, who knows? Two more wins, let's hope. Billy, you were a very good player. Nearly 200, virtually 200 games and kicked a lot of goals. Now, I've, I can't believe that Tom Hawkins still plays at the level I mean, he's playing like a 25-year-old, not a nearly a 35-year-old. Isn't his form outstanding still? Oh, the, the, older, the older he gets, the better he gets. <laughs> the older he is, but it's unbelievable. He's so unselfish, you know? Like, we were pretty selfish, myself and Ablett. If, we, if you're around 30 or 40 metres, you, you a shot. A goal. That's what you, yeah, you have a shot and you're there. That's what you're there to do. Hawks handballing off and passing off, and he, I think he's up. To obviously, kick fifty odd goals or whatever, but he's up there for the assists. You know, mm. he, they kind of wear that as a as a um, crown, the, being the most unassist forward. Like, the badge of honour, yeah. yeah, yeah, badge of honour. In our day, bloody, you, no. you kick a goal and yeah. forward. But yeah. I agree. But, I, I, I still agree, Bill. I think there's a fine, there, there is a fine line in that. Sometimes you can actually yeah. be too much that way. Yeah, yeah, bloody oath. And, they, and folks look for it now and they try and pass it off. We, you know, just go back and kick it. And he's improved his kicking. I reckon his kicking wasn't great there for a while and he's really improved that. No, and again, a great bloke there around your club. Uh, you know, and it's that life balance, mate, that footy life balance, whereas some of these boys, like Hawk's got this lovely property out the road. He's got a few cattle. 
he loves that property, you know, and he's got the kids growing up out there, yeah. so they're very happy. Yeah. Jeremy Cameron's five k's down the road at Mount Need. He's bought a farm. He's doing that up. That's all he loves because he's an old farm boy. Even Reece Stanley's out there. I don't know if he knows anything about farming, Reese. to be honest. <laughs> the, the bloke, the farmer next door puts his cows in the top paddock, so Reese goes over and puts his cows in the top paddock. He just follows with the farmer next door. But, mate, it's that, I tell you what, that life, uh, footy life balance, which they talk about, mate, some of those blokes are just, I was talking to Isaac Smith the other day. Like, he's still running around. He's, he's old, but he's still going and running yeah. and running. He, he, I saw him, it was a game day. I'm walking down to the game. He's on a push bike because he lives about two k's from the ground, just in Newtown. There, <laughs> he's, he's riding a push bike and a pair of shorts and a t-shirt, just riding down. Actually, had a helmet on, which was good, but he's just riding to uh, to the club to play. Like just those things, they're so important. Gee, you own half of Newtown, don't you, mate? Tell me now. Well, I've got a couple. Of, well, I lost half of it there for a while, uh, Blighty. <laughs> so they, you had to you had to fight back from uh, losing half the uh, house and things, but. No, I got a couple of pubs there, mate, yeah, which worked sure. well. And um, yeah, and I've just got a little unit up in Melbourne now because I've spent a bit of time up there. So just a little walk to the G. So that's a nice little spot, mate. Good Great on you, pal, Billy. Thanks for that. Really appreciate it. Good luck with your cats, and uh, hopefully yeah. this year's a year for Geelong. Good on you, boys, and go cats. Yeah, Billy Brandless there for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side by side brand. Thanking Australia for that. A twenty-one is in a row. Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Sports Day SA, Malcolm Blight and David Wildey for Host Plus. Industry super fun for all Aussies. Run only to benefit its members. Search, compare, Host Plus today. And Tire Power, footy final sale is on right now. Just go to your local independently owned Tire Power. They can help you and fix you up as a... Come back to Malcolm, and it's time now. Malcolm, this is where the people listen. Hang on every word. AFL and Sandful Tips. Well, they do, David. And one of the things I'm going to start with right now is going to be the Sandful, where you'll call your 34th grand final, which is great and a record, of course. So we're going to mention that. And it is against your beloved North Adelaide, the Roosters, against the Red Legs Norwood. Well, I was thinking about last night when you told me the Geelong Collingwood history and yeah. obviously North... Well, you, you probably should be best to back Geelong and uh, Collingwood going on what the, the Queen coming in and going out. Um, look, I'm pretty confident North Adelaide. My only uh-huh. danger is is week off play, week off again. Now, you, you spoke about that last night. Um, they didn't train them heavily on the weekend either. Just no, spoke just to one of my former North Adelaide Premiership mates and he said uh, they had both weekends off, did not train at all. No, and uh, fitness is not an issue now, is it? And that's why you just need – you needed that three or four weeks ago, just a little top-up. Not very much. They should be fresh, seriously. Nord have come through the gruelling way with three games, losing one, winning two. I think they're evenly matched, though, Blighty. If I take my North Adelaide hat off, I think it's pretty well 50-50. Yeah, and I've got the teams in front of me, David, which we've spoken about, but there's been no major outs. No. From both teams. No, Norwood are hoping to get Seymour yeah. back. I think I think North Adelaide want Patmore if he if he comes at him. Yeah. So there might be one change each to both yeah. North. So they're very settled. But oh, look, I'm I'm going North Adelaide by about three goals. I, they impressed me, North, and we talked about their speed through the. I mean, I I found them a really quick football team yeah. watching them compared to what other things I've seen. Not that Norwood can't do it, but I, I must say I'm on that page just. Uh, for North Adelaide, the best team all year, sat on top of the ladder. Exactly, And I, I would suggest 
They've learned a lot in the last couple of years, and I'd suggest they'll win, but I agree with you. It should be a clinker of a game. Yeah, 16 degrees, maybe a share, but I think a big crowd. I know tickets, everybody's asking everybody for tickets. Hopefully 40,000 at the Adelaide Over. Now the two big prelims. This is uh, fair dinkum now. Uh, loser goes out, winner into a grand final. Uh, let's start with uh, tomorrow night's game. Geelong and Brisbane. Brisbane have surprised a few, haven't they? Have they ever? They have surprised people like you would not believe. And, uh, you know, two wins in finals are not, are not easy to do. The Cats have sat on top of the ladder for majority. Yeah, pretty probably been, pretty been Since, everyone's Since about favorite. round 12 or 13. They're a very experienced side. In fact, I'll, I'll, I mean, I love my numbers. I reckon it'll be the most experienced side that I've seen in 50 years to win a grand final, what's, if they win it. What's the danger for them, Blighty? What, what is the danger for, for Geelong? Because you're right, they've won so many in a row... They were pushed by Collingwood, only won by a goal, but where do you see if there is a danger for Geelong? Where can they be, say, they've been known to stuff up in finals the last 10 years. You think about it, they made prelims, they made qualifying, they've lost them. I just wonder, I'll be interested in see what Chris Scott does. He, Selwood and Dangerfield were protected a bit last yep. week. I thought Selwood on the was bench. great when he came on. Now, is he going to go flat out to start with this time? I, I think that's going to be the coaching conundrum for him. Does he go hard with them and they get on the scoreboard or does he wait and see what Brisbane do? And how do Brisbane, when they got to just play on attacking football, just yeah, move it, keep it moving? Keep what they're doing. And just to mention too, the changes we mentioned earlier, Joe Danaher and yeah. Oscar McInerney, as Ben Hudson we spoke to last night from Brisbane. They had to come back Yeah, in. they did. And Fuller unfortunately, yeah, Darcy Fort and Tom Fuller. And so that, that's pretty much what we thought would happen. And in uh, for the Geelong Cat, Mark O'Connor's been named as Medi Sub, and Jed Buse is playing his 150th game. Yeah, so they uh, they're cherry ripe. They've made yeah. no change. A lot of good players missed out with the Cats. Look, I'm going Geelong. I, I just feel this is their year. They're primed. If it's not this year, it won't be for quite a while. So for me, I will go the Cats, and I think the Cats by two or three goals. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty similar, actually, so we're, we're, nothing changes. Okay, why don't we go to the Saturday game then, David? Saturday game, this is a twilight game. Sydney Sydney taking on um, on Collingwood. Look, I think I think Sydney, Collingwood are brave, love Collingwood. We're all starting to love Collingwood, but I think if Sydney play their best, they can win. They won the game, what, three or four weeks ago by, I think it beat them by about five goals. It's at home, Buddy Franklin... Could be his last game or two. I, I'm I'm sort of hoping Sydney, not with a lot of confidence, but I, I'm going to tip Sydney, bloody. Yeah, no little change. Jack Chris plays his 200th game What a, pl- what a yeah, fine. He came actually, from Brisbane. Yeah, he's actually been a really good pickup. They got him for steak knives. Yeah, and I'm, I'm actually going the Sydney Swans too. I, gee, they've been good. They've surprised me all year. They, they, they've been, and yet Collingwood have surprised with their close wins. I, the game last time, Dugowie didn't play up in Sydney. Right. Uh, which is going to make some difference. Big difference, yeah. yeah but I, I just think Sydney at home, I don't know, it's a 50-50, but I'm with you. You've got to pick someone. That's the, the segment's called tip someone. Yeah, if I, if I said to you, blighting start of year, the prelim will be Sydney, oh, Colin, you'd no. call me a lunatic. Yeah. Oh. I'd call you Rain Man, but you already got yeah, that tag. Yeah, yeah no. I'd, and in fact, you'd probably say double lunatic, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah no, but, so well done. Well, yeah. well done to both coaches. Oh, absolutely. Yep, well done to the veteran and, and the youngster. Okay, you don't mind a bet. Gamble responsibly, 1-800-858-858. Let's go to the bet for your lay-bin. Now, Betfair's Brownlow predictor picked the past three winners. Get informed and find better odds at Betfair. Now, what you can do here, and it's quite easy, you can be the punter 
or or the uh, bookmaker. If you think something can win, or you don't think one of the guys can win the the um, Brownlow Medal, you can lay them. For example, if you don't think Lockie Neal can, you can lay him. Malcolm thinks he can. I'm starting to think he can too. I think it's out of um, Clayton Oliver and Lockie Neal. If I had to narrow it down to two, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. And obviously, Tuke Miller would be interesting. Not yeah. a lot of players would have collected. Votes from him from the Gold Coast Suns, David. No, and probably not many from Lockie Neal either. They're, they're very no, um, yeah. even side, Brisbane, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They are indeed. So, Betfair, if you want to get out there, just try them out. As I said, you can be the uh, the bookmaker or the punter. Uh, gamble responsibly. For expert car service, book online at repcoservice.com. Well, Malcolm, that's it. We've got the um, two big finals coming up. Of course, uh, the big, big Sandville final Sunday, but... Tomorrow night, Brisbane and Geelong. I've told people we're not going out tomorrow. I'm staying home. <laughs> nice glass of red. Watch it on my own. No one bother me. And uh, I think the Twilight game too. Watch that and then perhaps go up for dinner after that. And we've both gone Geelong. We've both gone Sydney. Yeah, we have. And North Adelaide. And North Adelaide. So that's it. So we'll either have three winners or we'll be commiserating with each other. Yeah, we'll have a great weekend. I'll see you Monday between 6 and 7. Bye for now. Bye, David. Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.